Hey babes, welcome to Call Me Monday, a weekly podcast about love, life, and everything in between. Join us every Monday as we chat with various industry leaders and discuss things we're all thinking but not always saying. Welcome back, guys. This is part two of Britney Spears. We hope you enjoyed part one. It's Britney, bitch. And this is going to be baby one more time. Hit me baby one more time yeah. or just baby one more time. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're going to do part two. It's more of her adult life. So we ended, where did we end last, last week? I, I don't remember. Don't remember. I feel like we just ended, but anyway, we're going to talk about her more of her adult life. So we're going to start with January, 2001. So Britney Spears performed as a special guest in the Super Bowl halftime show headlined by Aerosmith and NSYNC. I feel like that's how you know you're something you've made if it. you're doing Super uh, Bowl. That's incredible. Right. Like, that's huge. That's a giant thing. Yeah. And with Aerosmith and NSYNC. Right. That's huge. Yeah. I like can't remember that though. Like off the top of my head. I definitely don't. <laughs> but... I mean, that's like quintessential 2000s, Britney and NSYNC. For sure. Aerosmith was just kind of like a, I think that what they try to do usually is like bring in an older something with a newer something person because like they want to appeal to all of the crowd, right? Right. Like people right. like my parents and people like us, right? hundred percent. So in February, a month later, she signed an $8 million promotional deal with Pepsi, which is funny because I just learned that Madonna did that too on even the rich podcast. They, I was listening to the Madonna series and she did, she had, I think like a $4 million Pepsi deal and they, integrated it with one of her music videos and they barely showed Pepsi, which I think is funny. I, it is funny, but I remember the Britney Spears. So do I, I, I don't remember the Madonna one, but nope. I definitely do remember the Britney Spears one. hundred percent. And then that year, she also wrote another book co-written with her mother titled a mother's gift. I honestly kind of want to go back and like read these books because especially now with where we know where her life has gone, like what is in those books, especially co-written with her mother. I couldn't imagine it being an authentic, right. Tell all of, and it's called a her. mother's gift. Yeah. Isn't give that me a, a little, break. Um, narcissistic of yeah, her mother. a mother's gift. Like I gave Brittany the opportunity, which I mean, she did the yeah, mother at the sure. beginning being eight years old, taking her to New York. Sure. But I mean, come on, like Brittany has funded your entire family and she yeah. has given opportunities to Jamie Lynn and everyone. Yeah. So their whole like, family. Yeah. Come on now. So that later that year in November, her third studio album was released. And while on tour, she felt inspired by hip hop artists such as Jay-Z and the Neptunes and wanted to create a record with a funkier sound. Jay-Z, let's talk <laughs> about him for a minute. Okay. Homie is not attractive. No. I can appreciate his artistic 
sense of ability, like ability and everything like that. But like the recent photos of like him and Beyonce with in the Tiffany's ad, because, you know, Tiffany's like rebranding and, you know, trying to be all hip and stuff again. Like it was in the early 2000s. (laughs) Um, And that the hair, like the Island Boys, you know, like, what are you doing, Jay? (laughs) How and. I mean, him and Beyonce, now they're, they're a whole, they're a whole other, maybe we could do a series on them, but that's the whole situation. I, I, so, you know, the whole Illuminati thing, we're getting a little off topic, but that's okay. We, that's, our, I don't that's know. Our jam. I, I've heard, Illum- I've heard the words Illuminati. But yeah. What is so that? like supposedly lots of like, um, Hollywood movie stars, music people are in this, like, it's like a secret society almost, but okay. I was, I was you know, told many years ago that like Jay-Z was part of it and they do some like shady shit. I don't know. I mean, we what is it though? Is it like a cult? Is it like business of. dealings? Like, I think both. is it some like pussycat shit where they like put subliminal messages in the music and stuff I think like all that? of the above. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's we, called the Illuminati. 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 The, there's like the triangle thing that people like hide in their uh, like album covers and stuff like that. I don't know. We'll have to dive into that later. But oh. um, so that third album debuted at number one, the Billboard 200 and reached top five positions in Australia, the UK and Europe. But oh, and has sold 10 million copies worldwide. Um, it did not do as well in America, though. I don't. OK, I can't even like what was on that album? I don't know. Like Britney, I don't even, I can't even picture. Look, it up. I will, Look up her I third can't album. Even picture the anything about it. Like I can envision all of her other album covers. So while you look that up, I'm going to move along with the, the more about this record. So um, Stephen Thomas of All Music called Britney the called Britney's. Oh album the record where she strives to deepen her persona making it more adult while still recognizable Britney it does sound like the work of a star who has now found and redefined oh refined I thought it said redefined refined her voice resulting in her best record yet which is funny though because it didn't do as well in the U.S. but he says that it's so some of the songs on it the most popular probably I'm a slave for you yep okay um, and I'm not a girl, not yet a woman boys anticipating. I love rock and roll Cinderella. So this is her, yeah. um, crossroads era. Yeah. Okay. And we're going to talk about that too. Yeah, this is we're going to talk about that. Great movie. So the, this album was honored with two Grammy nominations, best vocal, vocal, <laughs> best pop vocal album and best female pop vocal performance for overprotected was listed in 2008 as one of Entertainment Weekly's 100 Best Albums for the past 25 years. The album's lead single, I'm a Slave for You, became a top 10 hit worldwide. I mean, I think that is like a major Britney song. 100%. I'm a slave. Right. So that brings us to the 2001 MTV Music Video Awards. She performed this song with a caged tiger. Okay. And a large albino python draped over her shoulders. Now she got a lot. Legendary. Yeah, it is. And I can picture that outfit that she wore because she looked bomb in it. Uh-huh. But it, she received a lot of shit for it from PETA 
and PETA supporters who claim the animals were mistreated and they scraped plans for an anti-fur billboard that was to feature spears. So apparently, do you remember when PETA was getting like a lot of the celebrities to do like yep. billboards and ads and yep. like PSA videos and stuff? Yep. So she was supposed to be is PETA, in one of those. Is PETA the um, who? protection for animals? No, I know what PETA and, like, is, but oh. I'm the, the um, brand that puts the tape over their mouth and it's like there's like an x it's no one or like no i think that's different that's a different brand i think all so. the celebrities do, do that, that too because like remember bethany frankel did something like, like that everyone does that. yeah so she got a lot of shit for that i guess but i don't really remember that um maybe because i wasn't paying attention about it not that i'm obviously i'm an animal lover but like i think PETA people go a little far with some things yes but whatever everyone um, goes a little far with everything <laughs> yeah so jocelyn vina of mtv summarized spears's performance at the ceremony saying quote draping herself in a white python and slithering around a steamy garden setting surrounded by dancers in zebra and tiger outfits spears created one of the most striking visuals in the 27 year history of the show end quote so People loved it. People hated it. Right. Like, I'm now can't is win. PETA pissed about the people dressed in zebra and tiger outfits because if so, <laughs> don't ever go to New Jersey because that's all they're wearing. I don't know. There. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Give me a break. So, to support the album, Spears embarked on the Dream Within a Dream tour. Did you ever see her in concert? No, I didn't either. And yeah. I feel like, I feel like that's something that we missed out on we did hey never too late you're right i hope that she revives her life now that she has taken control of it yes and i really truly do hope that she goes on tour again because i think that would be incredible i would like to see her it would be sold out in like the milliseconds the spice girls <clears throat> okay all right um so the show was critically praised for its technical innovations. Um, there was a water screen that pumped two tons of water into the stage. The tour grossed 47, oh, I'm sorry, $43.7 million, becoming the second highest grossing tour of 2002 by a female artist behind Cher's farewell tour. Now that is impressive. Hell yeah. Can you Cher even imagine? No, that's wild. But he, you know, so my best friend was here visiting this weekend and we were talking about Wiz Khalifa. Okay. Because we, we were, it was just a random thing. We were at a bar and one of his older songs came on and we were like, oh my gosh, remember when we used to be obsessed with his like ice cream paint job, like uh -huh. album, you know, that album. Yeah. And it's when we lived together and we would literally listen to it all the time. And I was like, Cause she said, I don't think he does any music, any like music anymore. And I said, I think he like guest stars on like some, some jams, you know, that are some popular, <laughs> but I don't think, I don't think that he's out. He's not obviously out, not out there touring. Um, but I don't think he's put any albums out recently. Definitely not as big as he was, you know, no, 10 years ago, Absolutely not. but she said 
Cause I was like, oh, well he probably has enough money. He's probably fine. Sure. But she made a point. She's like, they don't really make money on albums anymore though. They make money by doing endorsements and sponsorships yep. and brand deals and tours. Yeah. So clearly mm-hmm. in 2002, this bitch made four or well, the tour grossed $43.7 million. I mean, you got to slash that in half. Sure. You're not getting all of that, but that was also 10 years ago, but no, I'm sorry. That was 20 years ago for this, but you, you have to think that he probably has still has a lot of money. And honestly, I don't actually spend it. And you never know. He could have invested. Sure. Right now. I do. I would like you to look up what her current net worth is. Cause I want to know that. So um, her career success was highlighted by Forbes in 2002 as Spears was ranked the world's most powerful celebrity, which I did not realize that the world's most powerful celebrity. That's crazy, right? That is insane. In 2002. So as of November 12, 2021, which, you know, last week, yeah. Spears' net worth is estimated to be about $60 million per Forbes. Most of her assets, over $56 million, are reportedly in the form of investments in real estate. Wow. With just under $3 million in cash. That's still a lot, though. $3 million in cash? No, I meant with her $56 million in investments. I mean, yeah, but, but the thing is, know, she hasn't like, had control of any of that for the past how many years? But just the thing, too, like... That's just saying, like, she owns a, so many million dollars homes. To even homes have and... it be, to have it be in assets like that, like real estate, and you don't. It's just like saying if you added up my net worth and added up the total amount of my house, right. my car, right. stuff like that. Like, I don't. That's no. I'm not going to the grocery store sure. and spending that money. So I feel like. To hear 56 million, yeah, that's fucking amazing. But even if you went to sell it all, you're not getting dollar for dollar back. Yeah. You know? Right. So, I mean, yeah, girlfriend's still doing okay, but yeah, you wonder. And I wonder, I mean, she's gone through so much. So, who even knows if this crosses her mind? But if she hadn't shaved her head that one lonely night, what would we're going to talk about her, that later. what would her life be like today what would her net worth well, that be like? was what, the thing that that sparked the whole conservatorship imagine one decision yeah in a stressful i'm about to like and her stress is very different than any stress that you or i yeah would ever yep hopefully experience i couldn't I mean, imagine on making tour, one rash decision all the time. Right. But I just show couldn't up, imagine up, having show, one rash rehearsal. decision affect you yeah. for the next, what, 15 years? I actually don't know when it started, but we'll figure that out. We'll, that's get, that. Next, we'll get that's there next week. Um, yeah. We're going to talk about the conservatorship for a good amount of time for our next episode. <laughs> um, so that year, she landed her first starring role in Crossroads, released in February 20, uh, I'm sorry, I said 20, 2002. Um, critics praised Spears' acting, and the film was a box office success. Why can I not read today? I don't know. Um, it had a $12 million budget, 
and went on to gross over $61.1 million worldwide. Did you like that movie? I did not watch it. You've never seen Crossroads? I've never seen that movie. Kelly, I demand you go home right now and watch it. I'm going home and going to bed, girl. I'll watch it though. You I will. still haven't even watched Real Housewives of Salt Lake, but yeah, whatever. I did. I watched it this morning. Oh, you did watch it this sure morning? Did. Okay, sure fine. did. Um, that's when I watch it at like five thirty in the morning. I know, but we didn't discuss. So yeah, but we digress. I Crossroads, phenomenal. You liked it. I loved I it. Thought it was cheesy, right? I thought it was kind of cheesy. Yeah, but I mean, I love that <laughs> shit. Are you kidding me? And I just, I, I remember as a kid or like a teenager, I should say watching it and just watching her body and she was so fucking skinny and mm, just looked so, so bomb and everything. She was so tiny. I, I might have to watch that tonight. All right, do it. I'm going to watch it tomorrow. I'm going to, um, in June of that year, 2002 Spears opened her first restaurant, Nyla in New York city, it terminated her really relationship in November, citing mismanagement and management's failure to keep her fully apprised. I didn't even know that she had it. Um, yeah, it was located in the Dillon hotel in Manhattan. Um, it faced mountains of debt and a few health code violations. Oh, and then understandably they decided to, yep. And they ended up switching the cuisine at one point to Italian. But it opened and closed within the same year. So yeah. imagine in one year, like switching cuisine, like you have to buy, hire a whole new chef, all new food ordering and every, like, yep. it's not totally different. Yeah. Yeah. So, Italian's hard to do too. Yeah. Like, I mean, good Italian yes. is hard to do. Yes. Everyone can make a fucking bowl of bolognese but oh i had bolognese on saturday and that's what's my that's what is going to be my dinner tonight my leftovers i love a good bolognese but i have to have my noodles al dente these were al dente and they're house made i went to talia yeah so good my husband makes the best chicken meatballs and we do pasta sunday those meatballs i want i request those for next week all right we have some in the fridge right now you can take some home okay (laughs) because <laughs> yeah they need to they need to be in. so right after she did the movie she announced she would take a six-month break from her career um but she went back into the studio in november to record her new album and that's she was dating justin timberlake at the time yeah and that's when her relationship ended after three years so time out when you say okay in july i'm taking a six-month break from my career I feel like that's really sad that you actually even have to do that. Like she can't just be like, Oh, I'm going to take off time. But she had to announce Announce like a break. And it's like, that just sucks. Well, yeah. Cause I feel like you're expected, you know what else to do something all the time. And you know what else sucks that I can, that I'm thinking of now too, is that like, since she's been in this conservatorship, especially over the past two years with COVID and everything. She's basically just been trapped in her house. Luckily she had her fiance with her for that time, but she had no control over her life or her money or her career. And you have to think that like, did she 
has she lost her talent? Like, has she been writing music while she's been under this? Well, we've all got little Instagram videos right. and stuff, and it right. doesn't. But okay, now I don't. Britney Spears like, she has never or... identified as being a Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift has taken a lot of pride in I write my songs sure. and like stuff like that. So I don't think Britney was ever big on the the writing aspect right. of it. I okay. think. Maybe there was some things with like the I'm a slave for you. She I had writers. Like yeah. I mean, a lot there of, was a lot of people have writers. With, like I want to write a song. Yeah. I'm not knocking it, but yeah. As far as like losing her talent and stuff like that, it's kind of like, if you, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. That's what I was wondering. Right. Like clearly she still dances at her house and stuff there. It's kind of weird at times, but <laughs> <laughs> to put it kindly. Yeah. Um, so right after they broke up, Justin released the song Crimea River as the second single from his solo album, his solo debut album. And the music video featured a Spears lookalike and fueled the rumors that she had been unfaithful to him. As a response, Spears wrote the ballad every time with her backing vocalist and friend Annette Artani. But did you watch the documentary? that said that like people like Justin weren't good to her. Yes. I, I, I didn't watch the document. I don't remember seeing that in the one documentary, but I, um, I've heard that. Yes. Yeah. But also like the phrase cry me a river. Hey, it's like this, you know, we all know this song. It's a, it's a slow love ballad type mm-hmm. of vibe, but the phrase has a, negative and very sarcastic because you, when you yeah. say someone cry oh cry me a river right it's like get the fuck over it like yeah exactly so like where's your fucking this, tiny violin right exactly <laughs> but like the the tone of the song I feel like doesn't match the connotation of the title do you know what I mean yes. I feel like it's like a I agree you know it's kind of like he was also like almost kind of like feeling sorry for himself yeah in a way like why and also kind of like you're gonna cheat on me like I'm fucking Justin Timberlake yeah but did she I wore a denim beret for you (laughs) um that same year Limp Bizkit frontman Fred Durst said that he was in a relationship with Spears but Spears denied that claim I wonder how many celebrities I would love to know who's on her roster. Me too. Like, who'd you fuck? Me too. That would be um, such a fun thing to know in Hollywood. Yeah. Like. It would. It I would. would love to know who has fucked who. Yep. And also, like, do you think because they're all famous that they don't get apprehensive or nervous? I I mean, I would rather probably, I would rather want to be with another celebrity because they would like understand your life and they would be, you know, more apt to like, you know, I think that some people that get into trouble with things like Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton with like sex tapes and stuff, it's like people took advantage of them because they knew they were celebrities. And it's like, it's just Kardashian did that on purpose. Yeah. But I mean, Paris didn't. No, Paris didn't. And but, but I feel like people like you. You know, they're going to keep their mouth shut because they have just right. as much to lose exactly as you do. Exactly. And if you're going to go and fuck a Kevin Federline, why wouldn't he shout it from the rooftops right. and be all loud and be like, 
I fuck Britney Spears. Right. It's like, right. I can't, yeah. I mean, if I was out here banging, you know, someone hot and a famous person, I wouldn't be putting on Instagram, but you bet <laughs> no, everyone in Pittsburgh would know about it. <laughs> so um, in a 2009 interview, Fred Durst said that, I guess just at the time it was taboo for a guy like me to be associated with a girl like her. I feel like that's a cop out. Get like, did you really date here. her or did you guys just fucking? Right. Like, you know? what are you defining as date? Did you take her to Nobu once? And now <laughs> it's like, you know, like, what do you mean? Yeah. So in August of 2003, Spears opened the MTV Music Awards with Christina Aguilera. This is like iconic performing like a virgin. Halfway through, they were joined by Madonna with whom they both kissed, which was like huge news back then in 2003. Yep, me too. Um, Because that's the year I was a freshman in college. And I remember watching it with like my dorm mate. In 2008? (laughs) 2003 2003 yeah Yeah. August of 2003 because it was like always the MTV Music Awards are always like right when school starts yeah you know right before my freshman yeah high school so (laughs) the incident I like how they say incident was highly publicized in 2008 MTV listed the performance as the number one opening moment in the history of MTV Music Awards video awards yeah and it who did she kiss first? Do you remember Christina or Brittany? Chris- Christina, I think. Uh, I think Christina. So you're just getting. Also, you had to practice that. Oh, for sure. So they're back there and they weren't like, they were sexual, like yeah, lick tongue. up the tongue, like yeah. huh, kisses. <laughs> so you're back there just making out with Madonna, practicing. <laughs> I guess that's what I like to think about the reality behind the shit these fuckers do. Yeah, I don't know. So um, Blender magazine cited it as one of the 25 sexiest music moments of television history. Spears released her fourth solo album that year, and um, she assumed more creative control by writing and co-producing most of the material. Vibe called it a supremely confident dance record that also illustrates Spears's development as a songwriter. So there you go. She wrote some songs for herself finally. I don't really remember the album in the zone either. No, I think I don't remember like album names, but I remember songs from the albums. Yeah, like. So I completely forgot about this, but in January 2004, Spears married childhood friend Jason Allen Alexander at a little white wedding chapel in Vegas, but it was annulled 55 hours later following a petition to the court that stated Brittany lacked understanding of her actions, i.e. someone was wasted. Yeah. But hey, like, we've all been there. You know, you go, we? you go to a little Vegas, you get a little drunk. I've eat, never done that. You get a, well, I personally haven't either, <laughs> but I think getting drunk on a whim and going to Vegas is and getting married is like not that crazy. That's why they have, that's why all those wedding chapels are still in business. Yep. Yeah. So, um, she started a, another tour, um, in 2004 and then she fell and injured her knee during a music video, 
Um, and she was doing like rehabilitation for eight to 12 weeks. Um, and then that, that tour is canceled because of that. Um, and during that time, so she was raised Baptist, but during that time, remember, uh, Madonna was like really into the whole Kabbalah scene. Kabbalah. Yeah. With the red bracelet thing. I don't think I know. I don't think I know what that is. It's like a, it was like a Hollywood, um, religion kind of like for a little while, but that came about because of her friendship with, um, Madonna, because Madonna was like really into that. Ancient Jewish tradition of mystical interpretation of the Bible. Okay. So July of 2004, Brittany became engaged to backup dancer, Kevin Federline, who she met three months earlier. Girl, get it together. Yeah. I see. I think this was like the beginning of her downfall. Like why? So she probably most likely had some mental health issues, right? Which most of us do Mm -hmm. not a big deal, but she probably needed like medication and or therapy and, or taking time off from her crazy work schedule and life. Right. Um, but so obviously that was like, huge media grabbing attention, right. With the whole quick marriage and all that. And yeah. And then they had a, a reality, their reality show, Brittany and Kevin chaotic. That's what it was called. <laughs> that's foreshadowing. If I've yeah, I was going to say that's like not good karma. I feel like <laughs> back then though, and no one was into the whole manifesting and had they been, they would have never named their reality show chaotic. Right. Well, funny you say that because in a later interview in 2013 she's quoted as saying probably the probably the worst thing I've done in my career not surprised yep so they had a wedding ceremony in September of that year they were not legally married until three weeks later on October 6th due to a delay finalizing the couple's prenuptial agreement which what you good forget, for her you forget you probably forgot to go to the courthouse and do the whole licensing thing right <laughs> like you forgot to you know the legality part of getting married <laughs> but I mean good for her because she did obviously have somebody on her side at that point saying okay you're getting married you need to have a prenup right because obviously that that is important when you have that much money um, totally. And I mean, it was probably her parents. It could have been, or it could have been a business manager, like somebody that helped her parents. At I can't some believe point. though, that knowing how controlling her father is, how did he just let all this happen? Do you know what I mean? Like, why did you decide to step in and be crazy when you did like, where were you during this time? Um, so the funny thing is, Brittany started a perfume line called Curious. Um, Owned it. Loved it. Did you? Yep. It was in a, I remember having it and it was in a blue like bottle and it had one of those like cords with like the puffer thing at the top. So you oh, like yeah. sprayed it on yeah. like Oh, I like those kind. Yeah. I remember getting it for Christmas one year and I loved it. 
<laughs> I felt so cool because I had Britney Spears' perfume. Um, it's funny because like a lot of celebrities do that. So like Paris Hilton had a perfume. Obviously, Elizabeth Taylor had a perfume. Um, Carrie has a perfume. Who? Mariah Carey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of them do. Yeah. Um, like do. I feel like Jennifer Love Hewitt had one, like Jessica Simpson, you know, all the people. Um, in October 2004, Brittany took a career break to start a family. Another break. <laughs> break number two. Yeah, but did she really? Um, I don't know. So um she had her two boys, which it's funny because like, you don't really ever see them in nope. the tabloids or, and does she not have them? I, no, I thought she did. I don't think she did or does. I thought her and Kevin had like shared. Yeah. So maybe they just have an agreement in place that they don't put them like on camera. She never puts them. Nope. And I respect that. Some celebrities do that. Like 100%. I can think of like Kristen Bell and Jack, Jack, Jack Shepard. They are like a hundred percent. Like they never show their kids. Or Michael Jackson, even he never showed his kids. No, but now he does. Well, cause he's dead. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay, allegedly. Though. Yes. True. But, I, um, I really wish he wasn't like, I, I wish he wasn't. People are saying he's not. I people think Tupac's not, but, but it's because you always saw the kids when they were together. And then after they broke up is when you stopped seeing them, which even like housewives, a lot of them look at Bryn. That's true. You know, like they're, she was never allowed to be seen until she probably reached a certain age. I would imagine because she's everywhere now. Right. And I love it. Yep. Um, okay. So in February, 2006, this is when things kind of really went downhill for her. Um, pictures surfaced of Brittany driving with her son, Sean on her lap instead of in a car seat, child advocates were horrified by the photos of her holding the wheel with one hand and Sean in the other. I would like to know what the words child advocates mean. Just like, a bunch of fucking internet trolls, I'm sure. That's what I mean. Like, I'm a child advocate. Like, I will advocate for children. Like, yeah. what does that even mean? Right. A bunch yeah. of decent parents. So Brittany cl- claimed that the situation happened because of a fighting, uh, frightening encounter with paparazzi. And it was a mistake on her part. So, like, I get it because you probably think sometimes, like, we see the photos of these people, right? But when you see the actual, like, videos and behind the scenes of these paparazzi literally pushing people, pushing them to get photos of themselves and their children and getting into a car. And I mean, they're followed 24 seven. These people make, these people can make like a million dollars off of one shot. And imagine like, maybe she was just like, I need to get in the car because if I need to open the car door, put them in the car seat, that's an extra five minutes of just staying there, which is dangerous for your child, dangerous for you. I don't blame her for let's just get in the car. And she could have just wanted to drive and, you know, 30 feet down the road. Right. Exactly. We don't know where she was going. Reach around and put him in the car seat. Like get over yourself. Yeah. So she announced in May of 2006 that she was no longer studying Kabbalah because she said that my baby is my religion, which is like a weird thing to say, but that's a real weird thing mm-hmm. to say. Yeah. So, um, Brittany posed nude for the August, 2006 cover of Harper's bazaar. 
The photograph was compared to Demi Moore's August 1991 vanity cover. Love that. So in September of 2006, she had her second son, Jaden James, which is like, that's a stupid name. It is a stupid name. <laughs> um, and right after that, uh, she filed for divorce from Kevin. It wasn't finalized until like the next year, though, um, when they reached a settlement and agreed to share joint custody of their sons. Now, a year for a celebrity divorce. Not too bad. No, it wasn't even a whole year, actually. Right. Um, yeah, that's like a few months. Yeah. So in October of 2007, um, Brittany released her fifth studio album blackout and the album debuted atop the charts in Canada and Ireland at number two <laughs> in the U S um, France, Japan, Mexico, and the UK top 10 in Australia, South Korea, New Zealand, and many European nations. Do you think people in North Korea know who Britney Spears is? Yes. I don't know. I think she's worldly known. What's his name? King Jong Woo. King, uh, Jin- Something like that. I forget. He, um, I feel like people don't know who he is. She is there. I bet they do. Um, in the United States, it was her first album not to debut at number one. Although she did become the only female artist to have her first five studio albums debuted at the top two. St- slots of the chart so she was number two but not number one like jesus fuck right can't always be number one (laughs) um so this answers our question from earlier in january of 2008 she refused to release relinquish release i was like i even know that word (laughs) relinquish custody of her sons to federline's representatives and she was hospitalized at cedar sinai medical center after police that had arrived at her house noted she appeared to be under the influence of an unidentified substance. So this is basically, you go to Cedar sinai a lot of people do when they are on the road to drug and alcohol abuse or mental illness. And that's just really sad because guess what? There have been times in, I'm sure, all of our lives where we have been down and low And we probably look like a crazy person, but we're not a celebrity. So they don't cart us off to the fucking hospital and try to take our kids away. I do. When I was in college, I, between my senior year and my junior year and my senior year, I was taking um, credits over the summer. So I didn't have to stay another semester in the fall, which if I knew now what I knew then, I wish I would just stay another semester in the fall, but I was like super, super stressed out. I was living in Johnstown, literally by myself, like working and going to school. And I'd come home on the weekends and I was just super, super stressed out. And back then, you know, I was very um, neurotic and irrational. And I was screaming in my front parents' front yard, ripping grass out like a fucking <laughs> lunatic. And my neighbors, called the cops. Cops came to my house. The one officer uh, was a member of our family's country club. And I had, was his kid's swim coach a few years prior. And (laughs) my dad, I'm in my bedroom. My dad calls me and goes, Dominique, there's some people here that want to see you. And I open my bedroom door and there's two officers standing (gasps) in our foyer. 
And they were like, is everything okay? I was like, I'm just in college. I'm a little stressed out. I'm fine. <laughs> and they left. But I refused to even look in my neighbor's direction since then. Because <laughs> mind your fucking business and fuck you. Oh, man. Well, but it was very embarrassing. So the following day, her visitation rights were suspended at an emergency court hearing, and Kevin was given sole physical and legal custody of their sons. She was committed to the psych world. world. Oh, my God. Why can Get I not speak today? The psych ward of Ronald Reagan UCLA Medical Center and put on 5150 involuntary psychiatric hold under California state law. The court placed her under a conservatorship led by her father, Jamie Spears, and attorney Andrew Wallet, giving them complete control of her assets. And she was released from the hospital five days later. And that perfectly leads us into part three. And we are going to deep dive into the conservatorship because there is so much shit. I cannot wait to learn more about it. But that's really sad. So that means what year was that? 2008. 2008. And she just got released. It is 2021. Yeah. About to be 2022. That's a wild. It's also wild. Like what did Kevin ever have to undergo a psych evaluation? Right. Like why is it like, I wonder if she wasn't Britney Spears. Right. If right. like all of this would have. Like, I don't understand why she's instantaneously deemed a fucking nutcase. I don't know, but that makes me sad for her. 2008. Yeah, dude, it's a long fucking time. That's a long fucking time. Yep. Okay, so we're going to play a little game. I have eight statements about Britney Spears and her baby sister, Jamie Lynn Spears. Did you ever watch Zoe 101? Probably not. You're probably too old no. for it. I was technically too old for it too, but I love that shit. And <clears throat> that's when I first got introduced to Jamie Lynn Spears. So you are going to have to guess based off of these things. Did Brittany do it or did Jamie Lynn do it? I don't know much about Jamie Lynn. So I probably well, you're just fail gonna have to. You're just going to have to use context clues and you know we you we are britney spears you know semi-experts at this point so <laughs> okay number one who starred in the netflix show sweet magnolias i think jamie lynn yep you're right okay who was the gymnast britney yep Yes, two for two. Who was offered a role on Buffy, Buff Buffy, Buffy <laughs> the Vampire Slayer? I only think that it's Britney because of the time frame of that. Because, yep. so I never watched that, but that was like an older show. Yep, 100%. Okay. Who gave birth in 2008? Britney. Nope, Jamie. Oh, does, how many kids does she have? She has two, I believe, maybe three. I don't, I don't really know much about her. Okay. Who wanted to be like Cheryl Crow? Brittany. Yep. That's a weird person to want to be like, though. Yeah, that's Isn't who it? she, whenever she like started out, that's who she envisioned her career, what her, she envisioned her career looking like and like her style and everything. Hmm. Okay. Yep. Who got married in 2014? 
Jamie Lynn. Yep. Who at age 17 saw themselves having kids within four years? Brittany. Yep. And who was on the show Double Dare? Oh, uh, Brittany. Nope. Jamie. No, really? Yep. I thought that was like too much of an older show for her. I think that's a show I watched. Oh, hell yeah. Are you kidding me? Double Dare? Fuck yeah. Nope. It was Jamie, but I think it was um, on a like a revised one. Oh, okay. Okay. Because they did bring it back, right? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that was Jamie. I, you know, speaking to the, just real quick before we wrap up, there's a bunch of stuff that we'll cover next week too, about the relationship between Brittany and Jamie. Yeah. That has happened that we've all witnessed over the last few months, especially on social media, that damn rose emoji that's sweeping the nation with <laughs> like I can't but yeah I'm super excited sweeping the nation <laughs> it is it's like Hopefully. the official emoji of Britney Spears now it, it's I feel like her videos I mean people got like way into them with the well, whole it like way... the subliminal messaging and oh yeah like, like she was we're asking white for help. if you're yeah we're white if you're asking for help in the next yep. video and like that stuff kind of creeped me out but I was like totally invested in it too oh 100 and I I don't think I feel like everyone was like going crazy with it and then just like halted and then everyone well, was I just think like, it was start, it all, a lot of it started during like lockdown too last do you, year. I wonder how much the public's role played in the court's decision. Oh, I, I think, I think it did because 100%. there were protests and marches yep. and stuff for like free Britney. Yep. It was in, it was a full on movement. Yeah. Yeah. Which is that Wild. in itself just speaks to her talent, to her fan base, yeah. to her notoriety. I really, really, really hope that I really like, really have faith that she will come out on top and that she will at like, least give her a fab fit fun box deal. <laughs> she doesn't get one of those and she ain't making it. I truly want her to be successful again. And I want her to be like a normal celebrity again from your mouth to god's ears (laughs) and with that we bid you adieu thanks for listening if you liked what you heard leave us a nice little review and five stars on apple itunes podcast and follow us on instagram call me monday the podcast just call me monday podcast there's no the i knew that (laughs) okay bye Thanks for listening to Call Me Monday. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Tune in every Monday for new episodes. Follow us on social media at Call Me Monday Podcast.